WTL, where's the line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I am your host, Andy Classen, joined by Jabron, (laughs) (laughs) the Parley Pounder. You got it. We're back. We're back. (laughs) My goodness. And you were smashing some parlays. We tweeted out most of them, I think, there. For sure. You were hitting on left and right. A couple two-teamers in there. I felt like you were almost cheating. Yeah, two-teamers, that's where you really, (laughs) you know, when you need to hit one, drop it down to a two-teamer. But especially when you're riding a high on a team like I was with the Lakers last week, you knew that they Man. wanted to win that in-season tournament. Yeah. You knew LeBron and AD yeah. were going to, you know, yeah. pour in the points, get the rebounds, yep. get the double doubles. Uh, you knew that that was going to hit. So yeah, I rode them for a lot of money this week, and then yeah, some of that football yeah. got there as well. Yeah, that that was a fun tournament. Um, kind of, I, I think it was a success yeah, overall. Definitely was. Um, just the blowouts kind of surprised me. Yeah. In, in a way, uh, and you were spot on with LA and LeBron wanting it. They obviously wanted it yeah. more than everybody else, and and they. LeBron's sitting out again. Yeah, oh, he's sitting out, he sat out last night. So yeah, he's 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 back to resting mode. But uh, we'll see him yep. in June probably. So <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. And after the weekend, we got to remind everybody for our one hundredth episode, yeah. we are going to be at the uh, Heard at Sports heard at. Bar. Yeah, he heard that. Uh, and then their live studio there. We're going to be going live December 18th at 6 p.m. There's yeah. going to be drink specials. There's going to be food specials. We're going to have a couple of guests. Jeremy Odom, we've yeah. had him on before. Uh, Marissa Voss, we've Woo. had her on before. We're going to yeah, talk yeah, a little, yeah. get it back into her wheelhouse, talk a little hockey, a little yeah. hockey talk. Can't wait for that. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, and I'll take this, you know, thank everybody that's made this 100th episode possible. Yeah, All for the sure. support and listeners and everyone that's hung in there with us. This for has sure. been a lot of fun so far and i think we're getting better and we're better, getting better and better every week so let's dive right into thursday yeah. night football 715 over on the amazon prime they got the la chargers head yeah. on over to glitzy las vegas uh where the uh, raiders <sighs> the raiders yeah are a three point favorite total is <laughs> only at 34 and a half yeah now that the early the look ahead line opened up at forty two and a half. Yeah. When it got reset on Monday, no, no, no. The total the over under was thirty four and a half. <laughs> yeah, for sure, Andy. The Chargers have underachieved all season yeah. long, and now likely, you know, not going to have Herbert for the foreseeable future with yeah. that broken finger. That means Easton Stick in his twenty five career pass attempts is going to get the nod at quarterback. That's why you see that total is so low, and yeah. that's why you see the Raiders as yeah. the three point uh, favorites here. The the Raiders. Have you know issues of their own? They they have had their issues of their own, but Aiden O'Connell has shown flashes, and they continue to play hard under uh, Coach Antonio Pierce. So I like the Raiders here. The Raiders have been competitive in three straight weeks against the Dolphins, Chiefs, and Vikings. Three pretty good teams, and then the scoring defense has improved in ninth in the league. So I really think they have a one up here against a very not you know uh, experienced quarterback in Easton Stick, and that Raiders defense is getting where it needs to be. All right, Crosby's going to be all over him. uh, 
I, you need to you need to pump your brakes right okay. here. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you took me right where I wanted to go. Easton Stick. Yeah. Omaha Creighton Prep yeah, grad. I get it. He only won four national championships. Good for uh, him. for the Bison uh, up there, in North Dakota mm-hmm. State. I uh, got flung into action his redshirt freshman year, <clears> where he went eight and zero. Followed that up in 2016, went 12 and 2. That was his bad year when he went 12 and 2. That yep. was his bad year. Still yeah, that, won a that's national a down championship. Year. That's a down year. 14 and 1 as a junior, 15 and 0 <laughs> as a senior with uh-huh. four natties to his name. You mentioned only 25 pass attempts. 24 of them were last week, though, when he got thrown in the mix. Yep. When Herbert went down, he went yep. 13 of 24. Not bad for not seeing a lot of action no, the last I'm... couple of years. Uh, and he and he's a running threat. Yeah, you know that's how he did it in high school, and that's how he got it done up in North Dakota State. And he's been in the league a few years now, so this is his opportunity. I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah, and for that alone, I think they can hang in there and stay within three. Ooh, no, I, no? I, I just don't I see like it happening. Come on, stick. Uh, I really think that this uh, <laughs> this pass rush by the Raiders and Max Crosby <laughs> is going to get on him. Yeah, he's going to figure it out quite a qu- quite early that this is not North Dakota State. And well, but the one thing I do like, Andy, there's a player prop out there that I already like in this one. Okay, it's Gerald Everett. He is the Chargers type. Tight end is over unders all the way down to 29 yards right now. I believe that sky's over. He's going to be looking yeah. for Gerald Everett the entire time right. and and receptions out of the backfield yeah. for Austin Eckler's at four and a half right now. I think that's a lock <laughs> as well. So Probably. I think he's going to be dinking and dunking a little bit, trying yeah. to get the ball out fast. So I really like G- Gerald Everett, 29 and a half yards over. As of this recording, you already mentioned that uh, the Raiders have their issues as well. Yeah. Devontae Adams, questionable with that. Illness. Yeah. You also got their leading rusher, one of the leading rushers in the league. Josh. Jo- yep, Josh Jacobs. He's questionable with a knee injury. Yeah. So you know it's gonna it'll be, it'll be interesting to see who wants to come out and actually play, who yeah. wants to perform for the Raiders. I think that's gonna weigh in pretty heavy on how this one's gonna uh, go down. For sure. Make sure you just tune in and uh, yeah, see who's playing in that game before you bet it. <laughs> there you go. And some sites uh, don't even have Easton Stick starting. Right. Uh, they got the kid out of Council Bluffs. Council Bluffs. Give old Iowa Tucky a, a little shout out there. No doubt. Uh, pretty cool to see some local guys in the For league sure. doing well. For sure. It's awesome. All right, let's move on to Saturday. Saturday. A full slate of Saturday games on the NFL Network. They're yeah. going to start it at high noon yep. with the Minnesota Vikings heading on over to Cincinnati. Two teams that are 7-6. to six. How about that? How many teams are – the NFL is all it's about stacked parody. stacked up right now. It is so stacked up. So many teams are 7-6, yeah. and 6-7, six, six and seven, you, you know, 5-8, mm-hmm. and 8-5. Eight, eight and five. Uh, but here we go. The Vikings seven and six. The Bengals seven and six. This is going to be at Cincinnati, where they are a three point favorite. Yeah, Andy. It opened up as kind of a pick 'em. Yeah, it did. And then it moved to uh, more and more money. Just kept coming in on the Bengals. Yeah, and I think it might even get further out than this, Andy. Uh, before you know, kickoff on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I've seen some books already jump up to uh, four points. Oh, really? Three and a half to four points. So uh, if you're mm. on the Vikings, make sure that you get it. And after it gets to three and a half or four, I don't like it at three. I just believe the Bengals yeah. are kind of riding a little bit of a high right now. Yeah. I believe this quarterback, this Jake Browning, is kind of getting his feet under him. I guess. And I really did not like the performance I saw out of the Vikings last <laughs> last week beating yeah. the Raiders three to zero at the two minute warning of the fourth <laughs> quarter. So something. it was is a terrible game to watch, and I just yeah. really thought Josh Dobbs had a lot more explosiveness no, in him. That's over, and I think that's over. Yeah. Tapes out on him. I 
think it's going to yeah. be a little harder for him to score on this Bengals defense. I like the Bengals in this one, Andy. And Browning already burned you once. That was one, yes. that was one of your misses a couple weeks ago. Yeah. He had like a career. I mean, what, he, something ridiculous, like 25 and 29, yeah. 350, whatever. What, he it did. was crazy. He burned me. Yeah, and then he was pretty solid uh, last week. Yeah. So at home, banged up Minnesota team. That makes sense. Should we move on to, well, real quick, real yeah. quick. 40 and a half. Yeah. This, this is an interesting one. It really stayed there. Open at about 40, stayed there. Yeah, I, uh, I think it stayed there, Andy, because nobody really knows how to bet this. Yeah. Uh, it, yep. It's probably right there, but if I had to lean away, I would lean on the under just because mm-hmm. of, you know, the offensive output is not there for the Vikings right now. Yeah. Even, you know, the, he got his brand new shiny yeah. toy back. He got Justin Jefferson. You right. know, he got Hawkinson still, and they still were not able to move the ball at all. Yeah. I still don't think that they're going to be able to this week. Mm-hmm. And since Cincinnati's not blowing the doors off anybody either. I, I believe yeah. the the Bengals will be the winners in this game, but I, I I'm leaning under in this game. The under has hit nine of the last eleven wow. Viking games, yeah, so yeah, yeah, you're yeah. probably in pretty good company in that that train yeah, of thought. I think so. All right, let's move on to the next yeah. in line Saturday game on the NFL Network. You see how you do that, Disney yeah. ESPN, when you have two stagger games, stagger them, stagger them, so everybody can watch <laughs> all of them on your network. We want to sit there all day and watch it, just not flip. <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> we have the Pittsburgh Steelers heading on over to Indianapolis, yeah. where the Colts are a slim yeah. one-and-a-half point favorite. Pretty much a pick them here. <sighs> and once again, two teams that are 7-6, and six, yeah. and they just won't go away. They will Everyone, not. Everyone you know, has so much shade to throw at the Colts and, and the Steelers underperforming this at. Well, guess what? They have winning records, and they're vying for a playoff spot. Yeah. You know, take it. You, you have to take it, Andy. And I'm all over the Colts right here. I Ooh, just cannot really? get behind Steelers and Mitch Trubisky leading the charge. And <laughs> in a banged up defense, Andy, in a Mr. really Biscuit? banged up in a really banged up defense, the Colts have been playing pretty well up to that Bengals loss. And are you know, th- you've always been a Minshew guy. I, you've been a guard. I, I do. I'm you like the shorts. I'm the shorts. Uh, <laughs> and he just had some really good pieces around him with Pittman Jr. and Downs. Yeah, he's so doing I, good. I really like him here. I just feel like the Colts are in the better spot right now. Uh, you know, especially with Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt questionable for this game. Yeah. Give me Indy. Uh, I, I really like it in this slim. Um, if you can get in this slim under two and a half. Uh, one. So I was doing research for this show, and I was looking for stuff on the yeah. Colts. They are so average. Yeah, oh, yeah. And their stats are average. Zach Mosser, uh, running back, yep. is the 15th leading rusher yep. in the league. Uh, um, Pittman, Pittman. Um, the receiver, he's like 19th leading receiver yep. in the league. And then Minshew's sitting there at like 20th yeah. leading passer. They are hey. just in the middle, middle of the road, across the board. Just score a couple touchdowns and you're going to be in the game, and that's how they win games, Andy. And guess what? That's better than Pittsburgh. That's way better that's, than Pittsburgh. <laughs> that's better than what Pittsburgh's doing right now. Yeah, uh, but what I'm saying with Pittsburgh here is if, if those rushing uh, props are really low for Michigan— mm-hmm. Get on those. Oh, that, that is so easy. What was that? Like the fourth play of the game or something? Fourth play of the game. I'm just saying he's gonna <laughs> be out there, he's gonna be running, you know, he's gonna be mm. running because he's just not that good of drop back passing. He just isn't. <laughs> he's gonna be on his horse. Yeah. If it's anywhere under 20 yards, he's gonna be over it. He's gonna be over yeah. it, over it, over it. So look at Trubisky yeah. rushing yards before the game. If it's anywhere under 20, yeah. definitely do it. As a longtime Chicago Bear fan, yeah, Mitch, he's he's quick to to run. For sure. You know, when that pack, uh, pocket starts to collapse, he gets out of there. Yep. And that might be his best card to play, too. It is. 
All right, you heard the horn, so we're up against them real quick. That total has been bet down to 42 and a half. I mean, aren't you thinking under? I, I think I'm thinking I am under. Doing, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of running the football in this game. I believe Najee and uh, Warren get a lot of snaps in here. Yeah. Uh, it, just trying to keep this game close mm-hmm. both on both sides of the ball. So I, I believe the under is the play. Hey, we agree on something. Hey. First segment, we're already there. Okay. Look at that. Let's Look take, at that. <laughs> let's take a quick minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the number. Nebraska Brewing Company. We've been enjoying the Eos Hefeweizen, one of their core series brews. Described as a Bavarian wheat beer, this unfiltered brew may be a little sweeter than traditional German Hefeweizen, highlighted with notes of vanilla and nutmeg. You get all that? I did. It's a good beer. It's that's a good you, beer. That's all you got to know. Nebraska Brewing Company, world class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL, Where's the Line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Glass, and joined by Jabron, the Parlay Pounder. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Now, are you going to give us a parlay here, or are you going to make us wait? I always make the people wait, especially when we're coming into bowl season, Andy. We're going to get into college football Uh right now. Some of these teams I don't quite know as good as the Big Ten (laughs) or the Big 12. So uh, it would be hard for me to feel good about putting out a parlay with these college football teams. But, no, we got some more NFL coming up. Uh we got some more UFC coming up. That's where I really shine with those parlays. So we'll get a couple going in the next segments. Yes, not to put the cart in front of the horse here, but, yes, UFC 296 with a stacked card you knew we were going to get. Get yeah, into yeah. that. I am ready. But you mentioned it. It's bowl season, yeah. so let's talk a little college football. Yeah. And let's start in New Mexico, the New Mexico Bowl. Yeah. Okay, December 16th, we're going to have New Mexico State, the Aggies. Quietly had a ten win season. Yeah. Went ten and four. Yeah, uh, and they're going to take on the Fresno State Bulldogs, who yeah. went eight and four. When you know, when I just opened up the book and looked at it, my first thought was Aggies money line. It's in New Mexico. Yeah, it's, it's the a New home Mexico. game for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I believe you're correctly hit the nail on the head there, Andy. I'm sticking with New Mexico State, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. The Aggies were able to hang with a great Liberty team in their last outing and nearly pulled off an upset despite yeah. giving up a whopping 712 total yards. Um, you know, a total of the those wow. yards, are, 393 of those yards came on the ground. So uh, there might be some scoring in this game, Andy. So <laughs> New think? Mexico State will need to shore some things up before this bowl game. But the good news is that the Aggies have scored 31 or more points in three of their last four games and should keep that trend going, Andy. So I love wow. New Mexico State right here, even with the little bit of shifty defense there. Yeah, and they're they're a four-point favorite. Yeah. They're a four-point favorite, it. so that's right off that key number of three. Yeah. That total is sitting at 51. You just talked about all the yards, all the points being scored on New Mexico State. You I don't know. You got to kind of be thinking over. Yeah, I, I think the over is the play, Andy. The only thing that you're going to look at, though, is that as for Fresno State, they have fallen off the table in their last three games, scoring no more than 18 points in any of those. So it mm. doesn't seem like you'll get a lot of, you know, backing with the Fresno State crowd. But we just said that New Mexico State defense isn't as good as what you right. know what is offered here. The only thing I want to say about Fresno State is has failed to cover the spread in seven of their last eight games. Ouch. Kind of 
of, uh, you know, turned around their season a little bit yeah. at the end of the season, not playing their best football. So I love New Mexico State. I love the over. And like you said, they're at home. It's yeah. a new, uh, new Mexico Bowl. I think they're going to be feeling really confident in this one and come out to play. Yeah, I don't know what happened to Fresno State offensively because yeah. they still averaged on the season uh, over 68 For sure. plays per game. They still averaged 30 points mm-hmm. per game. So that meant they piled them on, especially in the non-con. Yeah. Uh, but down the, the the stretch, yeah, they stumbled a little bit. Yeah, for but, sure. I mean, not terrible, though. They're still 8-4. and four. They're still here. I think they can chip in and help us get to that 51. Yeah, I think I think the over is the play of the game, Andy, but I do like New Mexico State as well. I don't see New Mexico State falling along with yeah. that. So I, I really like the Aggies to cover as well. On that money line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All righty, let's move on to the L.A. Bowl. Woo! That's going to be on 630. It's a Big Ten school? I. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, it is. The the Ukla Bruins, yeah. UCLA, they went seven and five this year under Chip Kelly, and you know he was on the hot seat. Of course, he is every year. Yeah, That's how every it goes. year. Uh, Boise State went eight and five. This game's going to be in LA, of course, the LA Bowl at SoFi Stadium. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool place. Uh, and it looks like UCLA, it's bouncing around. I'm seeing fours. I'm seeing four and a halfs all yeah. over the board here. They're four and a half point favorites. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at, Andy. It's it's a, it's around four, four and a half. And yeah. I have to say that I am leaning towards the UCLA Bruins. Uh, mm. A lot of the same reasons, mm. you know, kind of a home game for him. Chip Kelly doesn't have the yeah. best record in bowl games like you alluded to, but he has at least a lot more going for him than Boise does right now. You really? know, you think of the Boise State game, you think of, you know, fun plays. Yeah, you know, yeah. you think of the Oklahoma yeah. play, the Statue of Liberty play. Kellen. More, yep, all those guys. They have lost their two top quarterbacks coming into this game, Andy. Ooh. So this is a huge, mm. huge get for you if you can get on UCLA because I think this will be bet up to about a touchdown by the time this kicks off. So I really like UCLA, uh, but I, I think I, I, that's I, terrible I, injury news heading into a bowl terrible game. Terrible injury news, uh, and then it really kind of dampens the whole football yeah. team when that happens as well. And what have you done for me lately? Boise State has only covered one of their last yeah. five games. UCLA has covered five of their last six games. So you have two teams going <sighs> in two different directions here. And, oh, by the way, it's the L.A. Bowl, and it's the University of Los Angeles. Yeah. So it, what are we talking it, about here? It's the same thing. Oh, I, hold on, hold on. I got an idea. Yeah. We need to have the Lincoln Bowl. Yes, Lincoln, we Nebraska do. Bowl. We and, can get and, back to a and bowl. And we can still we can do it. lose by three. <laughs> yeah. We'll just cover. Set that line at three and a half or four. <laughs> Huskers can do it. Yeah, all we gotta do is throw our own bowl game here. Uh, let's see that total, um, forty-eight and a half. What are you thinking on that? Yeah, I mean, <sighs> it really stayed still. This line has not yeah. moved. I, at I, all. I really think people are gonna sidestep this just because of the uncertainty on the Boise State, yeah. Boise State side, and mm-hmm. uh, UCLA is kind of having some uh, injury juice on the offensive side as well. Even though they have more capable options yeah. than their starter anyway, so I, I really like to sidestep this one. If I had to pick, I would probably say that they're gonna score more than that. Mm-hmm. But that's that's with the you know inclination that some of these guys are gonna play. Right, right, and and we're seeing that we've been seeing that for years now. These bowl games, guys said out. Yeah. Uh, guys figure out a way to sit, sit out. out yep. um, yeah. And and for a lot of guys, and the, the counter argument is, well, it gives them these guys an opportunity to be seen and all this and that. Well, you had an entire season uh, to be seen. So I don't know what one more exhibition game uh, really does for a guy. So it's hard for me to hate on the players is kind of what I'm getting at. It, it really is, Andy. Uh, one thing that you got to kind of keep in mind, I know I'm telling people to bet UCLA, but the underdog has won in each of UCLA's last four games. So uh, if <laughs> 
if you're on the yeah. Boise State, that's a good stat for you. Yeah. Uh, but I really do like UCLA at home, like we're saying. Uh, I was just looking up and down their win loss chart, and yeah, they've had a up and down for season sure. for sure. That's yeah, they're seven and five, so yeah. that's, that's why they're at the LA Bowl. Yeah, that's not, why they're at the LA Bowl. They're not in Pasadena. No, they're they are not. All righty, so should we move on to the Independence Bowl? Let's do it. This one's going to be fun. Kind of working up the tree here. The Independence Bowl. That's going to be an 8-15 kickoff night game on ESPN. Yeah. The California Golden Bears. They're sitting at 6-6, taking on the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Guns up. They're also 6-6. Uh, that, that's what you need to do, right? You need to win six games to get to a bowl that's game. That's what it is. So these are two teams that got in by the skin of their teeth. And yep. Tech, Texas Tech, is your field goal favorite, minus three favorite. Yeah, Andy. Uh, someplace you can still get this at minus two and a half. I'd assume Cal is, will be motivated in this spot considering uh-huh. he finished the season strong with three straight wins to become bowl eligible, like you were just saying. Yeah. With that said, Cal doesn't play a lick of defense. So and no. that's why the Golden Bears got rocked anytime playing a decent team. Auburn, Oregon State. Utah, USC, Oregon all had their way with Cal this season sure. due to that defense yeah. being 109th in total defense and 113 in scoring defense. That's out of 132 teams. That is very, very <laughs> low, Andy. Yeah. Texas Tech, on the other hand, I believe is battle-tested, physical, yeah. can run the football, and has simply done more against better competition. In fact, the Red Raiders only lost to Oregon by 8 points while Cal gave up 63 to that same team. Hey, so, lane less than a field hey, goal, give me Texas Tech. Uh, I love them. You know, that's just it, though. I'm not talking about winning. Uh, I'm just talking about covering here. Yeah. And Cal, I believe, yes, four of the last five games, they have covered. Yeah. You know, forget the wins and losses. They've been able to cover here. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It's a bowl game, but this is two teams where we're talking <laughs> about all these high-flying athletes, you, yeah. you know, for UCLA and Ohio State and everything else. Uh, that are sitting outside getting out of the the bowl game. These mm-hmm. are two teams where I, you're not having that issue. Not not to the scale uh, of all these other, I'd say, more high profile games. Yeah, so. I, I would say if you had a touchdown on this, Andy, or even you know ten point, yeah. you know, spread on this, I would give you a little bit of leeway here. But this is too slim, too, too slim yep. of a of a of a spread for uh, Cal to be in this game. Like I said, anytime that they have stepped in. The arena with a you know a, a decent formidable opponent. A formidable okay. opponent, they get blown out of the water. Yeah. I believe Texas Tech guns up all day. <laughs> Two and a half is free money. I believe this is the best bowl game to bet yeah. this weekend. Yeah, you're you're a Big Twelve guy. Yeah, for and sure. Pac twelve is no more. Yeah. here in just a couple of weeks. Th- this team doesn't have a home, Andy. Yeah, yeah. Texas Tech, <laughs> they're still good. Uh, one of the best teams in the Big Twelve now, yeah. obviously. I guess so. Yeah, um, but no, give me Texas Tech all day. How about that total fifty? Seven, fifty-seven yeah. and a half. Yeah, I, you know, I'm gonna say it. You know, most people are thinking, "Oh, Big Twelve, no defense. Pac-12, no defense." You probably the over. I'm backing the under in this game, Andy. Really? Why? Just because I don't believe Cal can score in that Texas Tech offense is really good at running the football, going to make this a uh, fast-paced, uh, you know, mm. clock-running game. So I, I I like the under there. I like yeah. Texas Tech to cover. So under in Texas Tech, Texas Tech by two and a half, three is my best bet of the weekend for college football. Yeah, that, that that's a, that's some good tidbits there because everyone that thinks of Texas Tech thinks of the old Mike Leach yeah, days, for sure. right? Rest in peace, Mike. Yeah. Uh, and, the, you know, the running gun and all that stuff. And now it's it's a little bit different. Yeah. They, they like to run the football. They, they do a do. Damn good job doing that. And Cal, you, you highlighted a couple times there, 
they cannot stop the run. They cannot stop what, the run. So what? Uh, and yeah. it's gonna run all over them on so, Saturday. I mean, Texas Tech could hit their season average of like twenty-eight points yep. and just hold Cal to fourteen seven. or seven. Yep. yep. And there you go. Not even sniffing. 57. Yeah, no, and in five of Cal's last six games against non AP ranked te- teams have gone under that total. Same yeah. with Texas Tech on the other side. Yep. Last four games against non AP ranked teams uh, has gone on that under as well. So I really think there's some good data out there for the under and for Texas Tech to cover this spread. All right, guns up. Let's go. Let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Stock and Rod Company, an outdoor lifestyle brand for those. Seeking adventure. Whether it's hunting, fishing, hiking, they got you covered. Visit stockandrod.com to get your wild game on. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? I'm your host, Ian Class and joined by Gibraltar. Oh, <laughs> Pounder. You got it. We're back. <laughs> and we're getting right back yeah. into the NFL. Let's do it. We have primetime games across the board, and we're going to start off on Saturday. Yeah. It's like college football, you're going to take a little break? Well, the NFL's going to slide right Every in there. Every single day the NFL gets now. <laughs> yes, they do. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yep. They're, they're just going to do it all. Uh, we're going to do the night game then yeah. on Saturday. 7-15 kickoff on the NFL Network. Denver Broncos heading on over to Detroit, where the Lions are a four-point favorite. Yeah. Coming off kind of an ugly loss, right? No doubt. To my Chicago Bears, kind of took care of business. Yeah, division games, you know, always play a little tighter, but Justin yeah. Fields looked really good in that game. Yeah. Uh, DJ Moore is a superstar like we all knew he would be yeah. if they can get him the ball. It, yeah, that Chicago Bears team looked pretty dang good. On the other hand, I think the Detroit Lions with this spread right here kind of getting the benefit of the doubt given they've been the better team over a longer you know, yeah. a larger sample yeah. size, yeah. and they're at home. However, I think the Lions' defense has fallen off a cliff, Andy. Oh, they're 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 benching, I think, with that corner. Exactly. The, Over the last month, yeah. and Goff has been sloppy with yeah. the football. I cannot believe how much he turns the ball over. Mm-hmm. The Denver Broncos remain one of the hotter teams in this league with wins in six of its last seven games, Andy. Yep. And the That's offense right. has finally helped out the defense a little bit. We're getting a four-and-a-half-point or four-point uh, cushion here, Andy. Yeah. Hot Broncos team. I think they could win this game outright. So give yeah. me that four and a half, four points. I, I love that in my back pocket. For me, the Broncos have been the surprise of the NFL this For season. For sure. For me, it really has been. And you mentioned winning six of the last seven. Took care of business last week. Uh, beat the Chargers twenty-four to seven. Kind of, yeah. No, I would. I don't want to say dominate that game, but they were in control. They were in control uh, of it. Uh, the of defense was definitely in control of it. Not letting that Chargers, you know, high flying yeah. offense get off track there. So I, I really like this Broncos team right yeah. now. And now's not the time, you know, Detroit. Uh, they're sitting at nine and four, good season. All those things <laughs> like you talked about. They're at home, yeah. But they're doing some soul searching right now. I mentioned that cornerback that was lined up against DJ Moore. Yeah. Uh, they just straight up said, "You're benched. Yeah, you're, you're not." You're not a starter. You have to anymore. work to get back to this. <laughs> the the one thing I do want to say with the Lions, Andy, this season the Lions have won each of their last you know six games following losses. So it it seems like they do bounce back pretty tough. Yeah. But something that contradicts that, the Broncos have won four of their. 
their last five games against teams that held a winning record. Yeah. So they're playing their best football against really, really good teams. Where where they started to turn heads is when they knocked off the Chiefs. I no thought. doubt. Uh, talking about Denver, uh, of course. Yeah. Uh, this total's at 47.5. I think you're starting to see some money come in on the under. Yeah, Andy. It's just because that Broncos defense seems like it's playing very, uh, very well right now. And the Lions have failed in, yeah, it failed in the you know department mm-hmm. of getting down in the red zone and putting in for touchdowns. Yeah. So I really think the under is probably the way to go here. I'll probably sidestep this one just yep. because either, either of these teams can score some right. points. Uh, I One player prop I love, Andy. It's uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, 60-plus yards at a minus mm-hmm. uh, 110 bet right now. He had an off week last week, only had 20, 25 yards. I believe he gets yeah. the ball a lot more this game and gets at least 60 yards. I think it's a slam dunk play because yeah. he's one of their playmakers and needs the ball, and they're they're going to factor on him and as well. Anybody that's had him in fantasy knows that that's a that's For a sure. pretty solid bet there. He love that play. Main, he's been a mainstay. I'm going with the Broncos, but I love that part uh, that uh. Yeah. That that prop for Amon Ross St. Brown over sixty yards. I, I like that, and I really like the Broncos to cover here. Yeah, four points. Give them to me. Love it. Love Alrighty, it. should we move on to Sunday night? Yeah, this We're one's go awesome. All the way Sunday. This is a really good one here. Baltimore Ravens. They're already <clears throat> at ten wins. Yeah, ten and three, taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars, heading down to Everbank Stadium in Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they find themselves a three and a half point favorite on the road. Yeah, Andy. Uh, and, and you kind of got to look at uh, Trevor Lawrence right now. Is he banged up? Is he right. not banged up? He yeah, played yeah. last week. Uh, I, I do think he's going to be all right for this game. I'm leaning towards the over here, Andy. I love the over at 43 and a half. 43 and is a half? where I'm seeing it at most places. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I think you can still get 42 and a half if, yeah, you, yeah. You know, if you're I'm, looking. This, this may change throughout the week, especially with the injury news services. But normally I love a primetime under, but this reality is both of these teams have been scoring points in bunches as yeah. of late. Yep. But both have you know also very suspect defenses as well. So have been giving up the points frequently as well. So I think this has a heavyweight fight written all over it. Mm-hmm. A couple of the best teams in the NFC. Uh, give me the over in this one. A player prop I really love in this one, Andy. Okay. It's our guy, Lamar Jackson, over 50 <laughs> yards rushing. Oh, I yeah. believe he puts together yeah. a couple 20-yard rushes and uh, he really puts this one to bed probably in the first half. This guy is yeah. a playmaker. He really is. And he, he kind of started doing that. The, his uh, Heisman Trophy campaign. Oh, yeah. You know, whenever they had a primetime game on ESPN or a night game, oh, yeah. he showed out. No uh, doubt about rushing it. Rushing yards, passing yards, touchdowns, the whole night, yeah, he, w- he would always lay it out there. And without his, you know, his top mark, uh, Mark Andrews at tight end. Yep. Isaiah likely looks like he's picking up the slack. Got a touchdown this week, but yeah. uh, you know he doesn't have that safety valve like he usually right. does with Mark Andrews. So I believe he'll run it a little bit more in those fifty yards. I think that's easy money for him. Yeah, Andrews is on the IR, so he is out. Yep. And that over, that over has smacked for Jacksonville for their last yeah. six home games. So, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. you know, you always hear that. Oh, they're a different team at home. I think that really is the case for Jacksonville. Yeah. You know. It, Take injuries out of the equation. They're pretty tough at home. Yeah, no, Andy. And one thing I was going to say about the Jaguars, I've scored the first touchdown in six of their last seven games, mm. you know, when they're at home. Yeah. So they start fast when they're at home, and I believe that's yeah. what's going to happen here. And it's going to be a dogfight back and forth. That's why I love this over. Yeah. I do believe the Ravens probably take care of business, yeah. but I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Jacksonville covers here. 
I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if they cover you. I think Baltimore can win this game and yeah. probably will win this game. Uh, two, it feels like two teams kind of going in opposite directions. Doesn't I, it? I agree. There's so many question marks with Jacksonville right now, yeah. and it seems like as soon as that spotlight got put on them a couple weeks ago, yeah, they're just like, uh oh, we're are... supposed to be riding under. <laughs> That's what they want to do. They want to get yeah. into the playoffs. Yeah. Nobody thinking about them. That's how they almost took yeah. out the Chiefs last year. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of riding under it. We have a superstar yep. and our quarterback, yep. but don't. You know, put the spotlight on us because we're not like this 49ers. We're not like the Ravens. We're not those superstar exactly. teams. So I, I really like uh, Ravens to win this game, Jacksonville to cover, and I really like that prop for Lamar Jackson over 50 oh. yards rushing. All right. All right. Yeah, he, he can get that. He can get it. Okay. Should we move on to Monday night? Monday. If you're having a tough week, it's okay. Just hold out till Monday night and get it all back. Yep. Right? <laughs> That's the way I do it. The Philadelphia Eagles. Whoops. They're yep. heading on out to Seattle to take on an up-and-down Seahawks team who are currently sitting at 6-7. and seven. Philadelphia, they are a 3.5-point road favorite. That total sitting at 47.5. Yeah, this is a big one for you, Andy. You're always talking about what, all the way across the country. This is a big flight for Philadelphia all the way to yeah, Seattle. come on. But the Seattle Seahawks, <laughs> watching their season spiral. I, I can't even make an argument control. for these guys. The defense is taking steps in the wrong direction. Geno Smith remains questionable. The Philadelphia Eagles have had their issues in the past couple weeks. They have. But they are starting to get healthy right now. They are easier to trust given the sample size of the last two seasons. Also, there is no shame in losing to two Super Bowl contenders well, well, now, in the 49ers and the Cowboys. Now hold on. Yeah. Now hold on. Yeah. Uh, that's that's sort of one of the curious side notes to this to this matchup. Seattle's last three losses have been to the 49ers. Yep. Dallas Cowboys. 49ers. Yeah. yeah. Last two losses of Philadelphia, yeah. which you just said, the 49ers and, and Dallas. The Cowboys. It didn't look good against Dallas. It did Dallas. not look good. No, it didn't. So it's kind of funny how the, these two teams got paired up after playing the same The best opponent. teams in the, the NFC. The last five games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and all losses. Yeah, all, all losses. losses. Of course, everybody loses those teams. But I just believe the Philadelphia Eagles are a way better team here. Yeah. Uh, they're getting healthy. Yep. The offensive line is looking a lot healthier for the uh, Eagles. And like I said, I just do not like that Seattle defense right now, and Geno Smith, if he's not playing quarterback, if it's that Drew Locke character, there's a reason Denver shoot him out to the West Coast. Take him. Take him. Here, (laughs) he's a a package deal. So, no, I I really like the Philadelphia Eagles here by at least a touchdown, Andy, so I love the Eagles in this matchup. What about that total? 47 and a half. Philadelphia, they have been scoring. I know they've been struggling, but they still score enough. Yeah. Uh, Four out of the last six. Uh, they have smacked that over. Yeah, Andy, and I think that this is a sneaky overplay. Uh, I, I don't think a lot of people are going to be on it, but if I had to lean mm-hmm. away, I think it is the over because Philly does need to kind of make a statement here right. saying, hey, we're still yeah. in this race. Yep. We're still in the likes with the 49ers and the Cowboys at the yeah. top of the NFC. So I believe they make a splash here, probably scoring over 35 points by themselves on this Ooh. suspect Seattle Seahawks team. Yeah, and it, it, it has gotten to the point for Seattle and their players and everything else, like, what are we doing here? What are what we are doing? What are we doing, guys? What are we doing? All righty, so I think we kind of agree on that one. Yeah, I do like that. You know, to to look at some of those logistics as far as traveling that, but when you have a team like Philadelphia and they're mad, they're they're mad. mad. They don't and, like losing. Yeah, and I do think they're. And gonna... I know that offensive line is mad, and I know that defensive line is mad. So I believe yeah. that they are going to smack around this Seattle Seahawks team. I do too. I do too. So, uh, Mr. Parlay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Got to have a parlay play. I do. I got all overs. All overs parlay for this weekend. <laughs> I know enough with the unders. I'm tired of hearing about Here we it. Go. Here we I'm go. buying points on all these, though, Andy. <laughs> I got the Chiefs and Patriots over 35 points. 
talking about a pissed off team, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be very, very pissed off and playing one of the worst teams in the NFL, the New England Patriots. I believe over 35 is an easy money bet. Next one, I got Jets versus the Dolphins over 35 points again. This Dolphins team can score 35 on anybody. If you have Zach Wilson chipping in for a couple to get that trade in line, I got that over 35 Jets, Dolphins. And the last one, we just talked about it, Ravens, Jaguars, over 40 and a half. I think this smacks Lamar Jackson going to yeah. be uh, yep. running in those touchdowns. Trevor Lawrence is going to be throwing some as well. Okay, Chiefs, Patriots over 35. Jets, Dolphins over 35. Ravens, Jaguars over 40 and a half. Putting 25 bucks on this to win 95. We ain't going over. We're going over three We're times We're going here. over three. <laughs> Take a quick minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. World class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is W. T.L. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. That's Where's the Line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Jabron. The parlay pounder. You got it. You got it. And we're getting back into your wheelhouse yes. right here finally. right now. Finally. UFC 296. Well, yes. finally, this is a stacked card. This is stacked and top to bottom. Down. It's the best. Wow. Best one we've seen in a long time, Andy. And it's going to be at T-Mobile Arena yep. in Las Vegas. All the bright lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know all the names are going to be there. And yep. We're going to talk about two big names right here, and I think they're two names going in two different directions. Very much so. Tony Ferguson, one of the all-time greats, yep. taking on Patty the Batty Pimlet. And Patty the Batty is a minus 310 favorite, and I haven't really heard too many people Make an argument the other way. Yeah, Eddie. This is an odd lightweight bout, like you just said. Ferguson versus Patty the Batty. A lot of fans have criticized this booking as Ferguson probably ought to have retired after losing his last six fights in a row. However, that's more on Tony Ferguson than it is on the UFC, I would say. Uh, And Pimlet is coming off a year on the shelf after a below-par you know, performance in his last fight, Andy. Wasn't there some question marks there? There like, was a yeah, very, yeah, they yeah. thought they kind of swung the votes for him. He also, you know, but he's also a very popular young star. Sure. So why shouldn't, you know, the promotion kind of, kind of look to build him up with this fight? In their primes, there's no doubt that Tony Ferguson would have smashed the baddie here, Andy. Yeah. He would have held the advantage in literally every area of this yeah. fight. At this point, though, Ferguson looks beyond done. His durability is shot. He can't wrestle like he once did, and his confidence seems shot as well. I mean, his career record is twenty six and nine, and you just said that losses six, and six, six in a row. Six of those nine losses are the last six fights. Yeah, with it's all tough. that, with That's all tough. that considered, Andy, I, I'm gonna go with Patty's strong suit here, and I, I really think Patty wins this by submission. And you can get some yeah. pretty dang good odds with that right now, Andy, oh, with a okay. plus two twenty five bet with Patty the Batty. Mm-hmm. By submission, because okay. I really believe he gets Ferguson down on the ground. I yeah. don't believe he's going to knock him out, but I do believe he gets him on the ground and probably submits him as bad as Tony Ferguson. Yeah. You know, everybody thinks about Tony Ferguson with the chin and everything. That has not been the case. Right. This uh, guy's younger, <laughs> faster, stronger. He's yeah. going to get him on the ground and he's going to he's going to choke him out. Yeah. And Patty the Batty win, um He wins forty five percent of his bouts by submission. Yeah, no doubt. About uh, it. Way more than his KOs. Way more than his decisions. Yep. Uh, he likes to get him. To to the mat and get that sub. Yep. 
So I, I really don't know. There's no, much there's more to just, go on this. We one. have to talk about because either yeah. two of the you know biggest names in all of UFC. One's a rising star. One is an all-time legend. Uh, but yeah, you got the baddie. Uh, you know, if Ferguson can knock him out, nobody yeah. will be surprised. I guess. Mm. But uh, yeah, that, that I guess that would be kind of surprising. <laughs> I, th- I think so, I th- and that's why it's at a minus three ten right now. Yeah, Andy. All right, should we talk about a, a title bout? A title fight, Andy, in the flyweight. Yeah, right? for sure. Alexandre. Fight bout. Pantoja yeah. versus Brandon Royal, the United States number two contender in the world. Yeah. But he's at a plus 160 versus a minus 192 favorite, the belt, the guy from Brazil's way out in front here. Yeah, Andy. I. Pantoja is just on a roll right now, like nobody's ever seen, Andy. So I, I, I Roy Val, who will take his shot at glory this weekend, you know, it, it's yeah. hard to dispute the idea that the raw dog hasn't earned his shot. But uh, since losing to Pantoja back in 2021, he's taken out three foes and has finished his last two, uh, you know, with his overall record being five and two in the octagon, the Roy Val, how he kind of fights Andy, is a wild, aggressive fighter. And while his technical skills and poise have gotten the better over the years, he's still at best that you know he's still kind of wild. So yeah. I really like Pantoja to you know sit back, wait for his shot, and I, I really do believe he gets the belt back. Probably a third round submission gets him on the ground, something like that. I really do believe Pantoja waits him out and gets him on the ground. You know, uh, yeah, that's kind of the story on Roy Val. Yeah. That he's kind of a wild character. Sure. He kind of plays that, plays into that, or leans into that. And yeah, he takes two point. I'm just looking at some of these stats here. Yeah, absorbed significant strikes. He For takes sure. two point six per round. Takes some beating. Yeah, but Pandoja, the champ, he actually takes three point eight per round. So like, we might see a. I mean, I think this is going to be a very exciting For sure. title bout right here in the flyway. And a lot of people are coming up to me, Andy Pantoja, How good is the champ? And yeah, yeah. he isn't the most explosive athlete in the division, but his fundamentals are brilliant. Like I was just alluding to, he has mm-hmm. no real weaknesses, Andy. Ah. And as we see him. In this title win, he's insanely tough and durable. That's why you see those, you know, hits yep. so high on him. Something that can be seen by the fact that he's never been finished in any of his five losses. He is yep. in it to win it, Andy. I believe Pantoja gets him third or fourth round and probably by submission. That money line sitting at a one seventy five straight that. up there. Love that. So not not too bad when you're talking UFC. I love that. Pantoja for the win. He retains the belt. All right. Should we talk about the main card? Let's get I mean, into we're, some chaos. We're in the Main, we're talking yes. main car, but this is the headliner right here. Leon Edwards retained his belt. Yeah, he is the 155 minus 155 favorite over you just said it. Chaos Colby Covington, yeah. the number three contender in the world. This has everything the loudmouth versus the astute guy from yep. England, all, all of it here. And I think this is one that fans have been looking forward <laughs> yeah. to for a very long time. For a very long time, Andy. But even this fight, even you know, UFC fans. Fans are crazy, you know, and the sports media world is crazy as well. Uh-huh, this fight uh-huh. has taken some criticism in the months leading up to this, and you know, you know, it's it's truthful and somewhat understandable, I guess. But at this point, nobody can argue the status of Leon Edwards, Andy, no. as one of the UFC's no. pound for pound yeah. best. After all, he holds two wins of probably the best fighter of all time in this division, Kamaru Usman. While that one in 2022 with the late late round yeah, kick yeah, probably was an infamy. Yeah, basically. In that second fight, he fought him in every area and didn't struggle to handle that brutal wrestling game. So he has really picked up his side on that side. So uh, whether Colby Covington really deserves this shot is what everybody's saying. But, you know, 
I mean, he, he ran his mouth. He got noticed. That's and what you have to do. He's got an do. overall record of 17-3. and three. Yeah. He, and he's, I think, the number three contender in the weight class right now. He, he is. What, what, and what two of those losses are to Kamaru Usman, obviously, for the belt. <laughs> Chaos is definitely a proven entity in the octagon, and his big mouth, like you said, has also made him a star to a certain level. However, he hasn't fought since March 2022, Andy, but he with won the that. win over Masvidal. Yeah. And, but... You know, he has since hung up his gloves, and in fact, a win over Gamebred stands as his only one since 2020, Andy, because he fought him twice. Um, you know, at best, Colby Covington is obviously a great fighter, and he's you know he's pushed the level with people like Robbie Lawler. And this line opened up with yeah, Colby being the slight favorite. For sure. Then right away, money came pouring in on Leon. Yeah, that's why we're sitting at that minus one fifty five right now. It was basically a pick 'em. Yeah. When this line opened up, and it just like whoom flipped right away. Exactly. And the the people are saying you know the the people that Chaos has fought with Robbie Lawler in uh, you know Masvidal, Rocky, you know Leon Edwards oh, yeah. doesn't. Carry that same knockout power as those, you know, th- as those guys. Those yeah. guys are straight up power punches. So uh, you can see that Chaos has a way to win this fight, and Good I really, yeah. I really do believe Colby shocks the world and, and and gets him on the ground. It might be a little bit of a boring fight, Andy, oh, if yeah. Chaos gets what he's doing. That's what I'm seeing. A lot of people that I've been following, and talking to, they're saying uh, the going the distance might be the best bet here. Exactly. And Colby Covington to win by decision is at that really, really good number at plus 225, Andy. Ooh. So that is some big plus money. But this could go the opposite way, Andy. So if you are on Leon Edwards to win by KO, TKO, or DQ, that is plus 275. So very mm-hmm. good odds on both of these fighters. I am going with Chaos. I do believe he wins this by decision in, in, a, in a very close fight. You know, you talk about uh, Colvington's last opponents and how maybe they're not what we thought they were, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. 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 I feel like the same can be said for Edwards when you're talking about Usman because it's come out how bad his knees have for really sure. are. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. The, the guy was kind of fighting on two bum knees, not one, but yeah. two. And the, the guy has to walk down steps backwards, yeah. all that stuff. And if you looked at him, yeah, he looked like a Greek god, you know, upper, upper body. body. And then these skinny little chicken legs, yep. <laughs> you know. But give Edwards his due. Uh, he somehow pulled off off that fight in 2021. Yeah. I mean, he was dead to rights. He was. And that that head kick bailed him out, and then he just really... Uh, Stuck it to him in the yeah, second fight. So this is yeah, and that's a guy that beat Chaos twice. So Colby Covington doesn't yeah. have the wins over him, doesn't have the belt. Yeah. Leon should be favored in this fight, but I really do believe it's too good uh, of a um, of a line here for plus two twenty five for yeah. Chaos to win this by decision, by decision because I really believe he will. All righty, Parlay Pounder, yeah. you got a parlay play for UFC two ninety six. I do, Andy, and it's gonna. Uh, we haven't even went through this card, Andy, like we should because. <laughs> This card has everything. It has Cody Garbrandt. He's got Bryce Mitchell. You got Ian Gary on this thing. You got Rachmaninoff fighting Wonderboy, Andy. By the way, Rachmaninoff by TKO, huge. Wonderboy is not going to be anything against Rachmaninoff. So if you want to play on that, do that. The three that I'm putting together, Andy, I like Bryce Mitchell. Money line at minus two eighteen. Cody Garbrandt minus one ninety eight, and then my guy Chaos. To win by decision, plus 225. I'm putting 25 bucks on this to win 180. I believe these are three things that are very going to happen this weekend. Bryce Mitchell, Cody Garbrandt, 
and Colby Covington to win all three of them. I love it. You you, you need chaos to get that. You I need, do. It. You, that's where you're gonna start it earlier. That's my only underdog. Earlier in the main card, and you're gonna work it up there. And that's get, the way I do it. Of course, you got Thug Nasty in there Thug too. Thug Nasty. I love my two guys. These are two of my favorite fighters. <laughs> and then Chaos. I just believe his style of fighting is going to be yeah. very hard for Leon to overcome. He's gonna apply the pressure, no doubt. And he likes to get to the mat. He likes to shoot. I yep. mean, is relentless with it. But you talk about the knockout power too. There's yeah. a lot of things. Oh, he's the number three contender in the, the world. The whole you thing know, with Colby Covington, his motor is unseen. Yeah. Every yeah. nobody can keep yeah. up with this guy. He, he is going to he's going to keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing yeah. until yeah. Leon gives him his back. It's going to happen, and he's just going to sit on him the entire time. Yeah. He's going to get the decision. I love chaos. Cody Garbrandt, Bryce Mitchell, love it. The parlay pounder with a couple of parlay plays yeah, for the people this week. Let's go. This hey, is so fun. Before we sign off, let's remind everybody one more time, December 18th, that is a yeah. Monday. We're going to be broadcasting live yeah. our 100th episode. Thank you to everyone that helped make this possible. Support us. Let's do us. All that good stuff. Uh, we're going to be at the Herdat Sports Bar and Grill. There's going to be Food specials, drink specials. Yep. We're going to have uh, return guests, special guests, Jeremy Odom. Yep. Uh, gosh darn it, his old San Diego Chargers. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. L.A. Chargers. L.A. Chargers. Haven't really been, uh, you know, living up to the hype. Yeah. But I'm thinking J- uh, Stick, Easton Stick, yep. the, the Creighton Prep grad. Yeah. He's going to turn it around for him. <laughs> no, we're going to have everything in this show, Andy. Like you said, Marissa Voss talking about hockey. Yeah. We got Jeremy Odom talking about his NFL. We're going to do a little college football playoff, uh, you know, matchups yep. and, you know, Probably in Iowa, boo, Iowa, uh, you know, <laughs> hey. a bowl game. And then we got some Christmas games on with the NFL that we really want to talk about as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun, yep. a lot of different stuff. So please come out and uh, enjoy those drink and food specials. And if you can't make it out, it's going to yeah. be in La Vista, the sports bar, nice new sports bar over there by Cabela's. If you're uh, familiar with Cabela's, mm-hmm. right off uh, I-80 there. Yeah. Um, it's going to be live stream on a couple different platforms. Yeah. So look us up, tune in. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's like going to be said. a lot of fun. I cannot wait. Well, that'll about do it for us this week, folks. Be sure to follow us on ESPN Tri City Radio and their Facebook page, and then our Twitter handle and YouTube channel. Those two uh, platforms are yeah. growing, and we love the interactions you guys give yeah. us a bad time, good time, Give it to whatever. Us. <laughs> hey, for Jabron, the Parlay Pounder, I'm Andy Klassen. Thank you for listening. This has been WTL.